three. Hi, Jackie. Hello, Jen. Hello, Hello listeners. Uh, Hi, listeners. We're trying something different today. The last <laughs> podcast really upset me um, Sorry. because the sound was so shitty. I couldn't even listen to it. I didn't finish it. And I usually listen after you post because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm a narcissist or something. And I like to hear sure. myself talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, this is complete trash. I hate myself. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and I text JSR and I said, no, I am not going to accept this. If not mm-hmm. for me, then for Sergio and Andy and Hi. Rick. Okay? Hi. They deserve better. They deserve better than us. But this is what they get, so at least we have to give them a quality sound. Now, I'm not going to promise you that this is going to be a perfect, because JSR literally has taken the reins on everything that has to do with potting. Uh, I just am here, and I just converse with her. I do nothing else. Correct. Sometimes, as as I'm doing now, we, we had our podcast machine, and I would send her the file. Which was which hard was enough for me. Yeah, which yeah. was, and it was not that easy for me at times. I, it was, <laughs> it was, I'm the worst. But now, You're not the worst. well, 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 how the turntables. Um, so now I have to actually put in some work for this relationship, which yep. is really annoying me, by the way. But sorry. Anything for you. Uh, it's not so. for me. It's for, it's for Rick and Sergio and Andy. Okay, that's true. For you guys, yeah. you better fucking appreciate this this quality of sound. Do you hear me in your ears? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of Sergio. Yes. I met him in real life. What the fuck? Oh, at, at, at Modest Mouse. No. no. At AFI. So, he no. had... At Morrissey? Oh, Okay, can you give me a minute? Give me okay. a goddamn minute and let me explain okay. to you. Okay, okay, First okay. of all, hi, Sergio. And I'm going to send an apology out to him, and you'll hear why when you listen to this very brief story about our encounter. So, okay. yes, he went to the same show as me, uh, as mm-hmm. far as Morsi, um, mm-hmm. at the Fox. But, you know, okay. I was up front, and he was mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, he In actually, Redwood City? No, at the Fox Theater. Where the Oakland. fuck is the Fox Theater? Oh, the Oakland. Fox Theater. Okay, yes. sorry. Yeah, I know where that is. So oh, it was a very, it was a very skeptical thing because number one, he was playing the Fox, and then the next day he was playing the Castro, right? Which is two days okay. in a row, which right. is you know a very high percentage of a chance that he would at least bail on one of them. Right. Uh. But the music gods were with me, and mm. he did not. He actually showed up and played a full set at the Fox and did the same at the Castro. It was beautiful. Miracles they sang, never they sang our They sang our podcast song, I which know I they sent did. you. And then they, he yep. opened with, we hate it when our friends become successful, which is a, per, a personal favorite of yours. So I yes. was thinking about you the entire time. I, I first As recorded a little bit. Mm-hmm. And for you, you know, I was like, oh my God, JSR. And then yep. the next song was Our Frank. And I was like, oh my fucking God, JSR. <sighs> right? uh, I know. Sergio, Sergio was kind enough to also 
uh, record our Frank for us. I have the video I must send to you. Uh, okay. So thank you in advance, uh, Sergio, for that. So we were in the same building, which sure. I feel like has happened already before in the past. Must have. It must have. going to a lot of the shows that I do, but, you know, mm -hmm. I'm early and I'm always in the front and blah, blah, right. blah. Um, so the other show where we actually met was AFI. Mm. Okay. Now, um, I was up front and... As you do. As I do. Um, more towards the side than the middle, which is fine. Uh, mm -hmm. And then Sergio was like at the far end of the barricade. Okay. So like, like on the other end? Yeah, like I was okay. on stage right and he was mm -hmm. on stage right as well. Stage left. But, oh, he okay. was, but he was just like at the very corner of stage right. Okay. So okay. I turned around to my left because mm -hmm. people, if you're on the stage, stage right means the right hand of the person that's on the stage. Right. Uh, if, you're, if you're looking at the stage, it's the left side. So mm -hmm. I look to my left. And I see this human being that I'm like, you look very familiar to me, but mm -hmm. I know that I haven't met you because if I would have known who you were, like off the bat, I'd have been like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. But it's just the familiarity, you know, because right, 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 I've right. only seen him technically in photographs. Right. You know, and a couple of videos or whatever that he posts. Right, right, right. right. So I was familiar. And then I look and I was like, oh my God, it's Sergio, right? Mm -hmm. And... So we locked eyes, uh -huh. and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and we're like, are you who I think you are? Well, this, uh -huh. well, I'm telling it from my perspective. This is how sure, I felt the sure. story went. <laughs> if okay. he wants to drop into the DMs and be like, well, this was my experience, please. <laughs> uh, so we locked eyes, and I was like, oh, hi, and I waved to him, and he waved at me, and like, that uh -huh. was it, right? right? I turned back around at the stage, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and I, it was... One of the best AFI shows that I have ever been to. Um, okay. You know, minus 2003 when Sing the Sorrow was their latest album. So they only mm -hmm. sang a bunch of old shit with that. And I am so excited, JSR, because yes. AFI said that they would never do it, but they lied. And now they're doing it. They are going to play Sing the Sorrow in its entirety one time in my life. And then uh -huh. that's it. This one time is in, um, at the Forum in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. And it is on March 11th, I believe. And okay. your girl already has tickets. Me of and course you do. Me and are going to go if mm -hmm. anybody's there. Um, come holler at your girl if you want or don't. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I'll be in the front crying. Uh, anyways, so that's what happens. We, we, okay. we go through the whole show. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. They sang mm -hmm. a really old song from one of their first albums. I lost mm -hmm. my shit. It was it was a beautiful experience. Anyways, long story short, I'm a person. I don't like. I'm not like the cranberries. I don't like to linger. Right. You know, after the show. Uh, You're like, to, get me the fuck out of here. For me, it's business. You know, I don't. I'm not right. there for pleasure. I'm there on business. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I I go there. I sing my heart out. I mm -hmm. leave everything that life that I hate about life on that stage. And then I come mm -hmm. back home feeling light and perfect. And I love it, my life. Right. Right. And that's it. There's no hanging around. There's no, mm -hmm. Hey, let's do something after there's none mm -hmm. of that. Me and emo, we get in, we leave as soon as the show's over. We, mm -hmm. if we have cash buy a street mm -hmm. dog, cause uh -huh. you know, and then we get in the car. Uh, the only tradition that I feel like I have is, mm -hmm. 
I play the Smiths every time right. after a show, driving home. And I've done that since I started going to shows. Right. So we play the Smiths. Morrissey has always taken me home safely. And we go home, I drop his ass off, and then I come home. That's, that's, right. that's, that's it. That's how so, it goes. That's how it goes. So the show's over. We start to leave. And, like, I feel that somebody, like, maybe, like, taps me or something on okay. the shoulder, right? But for me, it's just, like, you know, it's maybe somebody it's bumped business. into me. Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everybody's skedaddling out of there. People are bumping into each other. I don't really think much of it. And then right. I, so I'm, I continue to walk. And then I swear I hear somebody call my name, uh-huh. right? And I turn around, but I don't really get anybody in focus, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, whatever. I might be tripping. You know, Jackie is not a very uncommon name. So whatever. I'm just like, well, right. blah, blah, blah. I continue my journey home and, you know, I leave and blah, blah, blah. And then I send Sergio a message and I'm like, hey, it was kind, it was nice to kind of meet you, you know, because. Uh-huh whatever and he's like yeah like I tried to like I tapped you and I called your name I tried to like actually you know like have a, a formal hey this is me this is you and I was like oh my god I'm such an asshole I'm so sorry <laughs> like I probably seemed like I just completely ignored him you know oh is he Which mad at us now case, I mean he should have been you know because that's okay. that's a fucking asshole move which I didn't do it on purpose, you know. Sure. I just, you know, I was just trying to get the fuck out of there because there's too many people and I don't like that. But maybe we should have outlined this in a previous episode so that he would know that. And now everybody knows not to approach you after a show because it's just business. And if they want to make contact, they're going to have to do it some other way. I mean, <laughs> it's not that I don't want to, and I would be more than happy to do so. But just just let me know ahead of time, you know, be like, right. hey, I'm going to be at the same show. It would be cool if, you know, we actually met in real life, like mm-hmm. whatever. And then I'll be like expecting it and not just be like, please get the fuck out of my way. I want to go home right. now. It's late. I'm old. <laughs> it's cold. I want to go home. I don't want to be here with any of you, actually. So please. Oh, my just, God. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sorry, Sergio. I didn't mean to be a fucking asshole. Uh, I didn't do it intentionally. Uh, my deepest apologies uh, next time I told him that I was sorry you know and all of the things yeah and I was like oh my god did you say my name because I could have swore somebody like was calling my name and he's like well, yeah <laughs> and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry anyways next time Sergio listen next time if she ignores you just pull a merino and jump on the hood of her car <laughs> that's the way to get her attention or that that will also work <laughs> um so there was there was my encounter with uh, Sergio. Uh, and Morrissey was perfect. Ugh. Everything was great. When I saw him the both times, he seemed in high mm-hmm. spirits. Um, so it was good. It was good. great. Uh, and then AFI was beautiful. And then mm-hmm. I saw Ceremony, which is uh-huh. probably one of my, it is one of my favorite live bands ever, like top three. Okay. They are a hardcore band from the Bay okay. Area. Uh, and it's, they're, uh, I love everything about them. They're just great. Okay. Um, the lead singer is having a baby, so okay. they're not going to be touring for who knows when up until who knows when. So uh-huh. very excited that I got to see them. They played a show while I was at Mexico and I was sad. So I'm like, I'm never going to see them again, but mm-hmm. they added a couple shows and I went to the one in Santa Cruz and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then I saw Modest Mouse. Modest Mouse. Uh huh. On Wednesday. What is today? Saturday. Today's Saturday. So I saw Modest Mouse on Saturday. No, today's Saturday. I mean, on Friday. I mean, on when? Son of a bitch. I saw Modest Mouse <laughs> earlier this fucking week. Last week. Uh huh. And they did all of the Lonesome Crowded West, which was uh -huh. incredible. Um, so yeah, and now I don't think that I have any shows left for the rest of this month, which is December. Which is I the have, rest of the year. Yeah, I have, I have some shows planned for January. Which are? Which are a hardcore band named Candy. Okay. Uh, and then I have Glassjaw, who canceled on me twice. Mm hmm While I was in line, they canceled, uh, because one of, one of the band members was sick. The next okay. day they were going to play. So they were going to play one album one day and the mm -hmm. other album the next album day. The next. And then they canceled the next day as well, saying, you know, that it turned out that he had COVID. So they're making up both of those days in one day. So one day. So it's albums extra. Okay. In one day. And that's happening in January as well. I mean, and honestly, two albums worth. I mean, if you just went to a show and it was just one album's worth and they didn't do anything extra, that would kind of not be enough. Yeah, so... I would think. I have those two that I'm aware of in January, mm -hmm. and then March is AFI, and then mm -hmm. in May, you know how I hate festivals. Yeah. But I'm going to go to a festival in Las Vegas. Which festival? It's called Sick New World. Okay. And there's a million right. bands, and I already am tired just thinking about it. But, I'm tired. I don't even know who's playing and I'm tired. Uh, well, the main headliner is System of a Down. Okay. Um, Deftones will be there and many okay. other bands. So mm. I hate my life that I'm going, but uh, yeah, I had to do it. It's, I, a really good, it's a really good lineup. I don't know how I would do a festival that big. I don't know. But then one day I want to go to Glastonbury, so that's a big festival. But then I would just go and sit in one place. So it'd be different. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to anything at any time. Um, Death Cab for Cutie are coming in June. That's very far away for me to think of. I would like to go to that. Um, mm -hmm. Anti-Flag are playing, but it's already like sold out because they're opening for Flogging Molly, which I guess is very popular in the Midwest. Seems like... <laughs> okay. <Ew. laughs> Fuck. I've seen anti-flag so, before. I've seen them yeah. many times in like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. festivals or, right, or whatever. Right. Okay. I mean, I I like them and I like their their communism. So you know, it's a thing. But um, not going to that. Uh, so I won't be doing anything. Um, Actually, Jawbreaker hmm. is opening for AFI. Oh fuck! Yeah. At the forum. Yeah. It's general admission. Uh, if you buy, well, it's sold out. It's sold out in like three minutes. Shit, goddammit. But if you find a ticket, please fly down. Yeah, they're opening. I mean, with I would. As well as uh, Chelsea Wolf. Don't know and, that. Huh? I don't know who that is. Uh, she's actually really fucking good. You should look okay. her up. I think you would like okay. it. It's very okay. ominous and dark and mm. very goth aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it's, it's going to be awesome. Shit. Well, okay. 
Yeah. I'd go see Jawbreaker. I know you would. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what else is going on? I started my new job. Yeah. And Do it's great. It? Oh, no, we, we love, love it. it. We love it. We love it. We love it so much. So much better than VCA. Fuck VCA. Fuck their fucking corporation. Fuck everything about them, okay? I'm so sorry. Every time I think about them, I get so mad. And I say to myself, why did I put up with that for so long? But I did. Which I told you since day one. I know. I, I know. I told you that I used to work for them when I was I know. A, I know. a wee baby tech. And I hated mm-hmm. it. I know. But it was the only emergency medicine there was, so that's where I went. But now in my new job, there are emergencies, so that's great. Um, And uh, it's just so much less stressful. It's the least amount of stress that I have felt for many years. Um, There's only one thing (coughs) that is bothering me, and that is part of my job will be to euthanize animals, which is not a big deal because I do that, and that's fine. But this place has its own crematorium. Zuh, it has two. And part of my job on the day that I euthanize animals will be to clean out the crematorium and put the fresh bodies in the crematorium. And that's a little bit too Auschwitz for me. So (laughs) when I start doing that, you guys are going to have to help me be strong, okay? Because I'm not... I'm not about that life. Do you know what I'm you're, saying? You're too Jewish. You're too Jewish. I'm too for Jewish that. for this. <laughs> um, so I talked to my boss because when I took the job, he did not describe that as part of the thing. And then when I told him that I heard that that was part of it, he's like, I'm not sure. But then I found out that, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> That's a bullshit. Which, he should have been like, how do you feel about the Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he did not ask me that. He did ask me how I felt about, you know, euthanasia, but, but, but not, not the chamber. Anyway, so, <laughs> so we came up with the following thing, and that is that I will have specific clothes that I wear to do it that are not the clothes that are mine. Okay. And I get to have goggles and a mask and a whole thing, and then I get to change out of that and never take any of that out of that room. Okay, Except so if you it. were, so you were if not Jewish, you would, mm-hmm. you would, you would just be in regular clothes and then leave. Is That's that what it? they do. That's okay. what these people, the, these people, my coworkers, who I don't know all of them, <laughs> but I have monsters. seen them. No, I have seen them doing it and just you know with in their regular clothes, and I'm like, I cannot take the ashes, the residue of the ashes any place else they have to okay. stay so so they do because it's a shelter correct yes yes so are you euthanizing healthy animals no okay that is God. the this... thing that is the thing about this place i will tell you that they do the most oh, like thank God. It, is, it is literally a last resort if they have to euthanize something and it is always for a medical reason that they have tried or they know that they don't have the resources for okay Does that makes sense thank god because i could yeah. never oh, ever no. i feel like oh, euthanize no. an animal that's like happy and like alive and i, I, I would not i would no. fucking not no i can't do it no. but thank god no. okay good no, no, no. so yeah. only yeah, yeah, yeah. okay good 
And then so only, yeah, only, only sick things or or things that can't ever go to a home because they can't. Right? Listen, Does that make sense? Let me tell you. Let me tell you about when I will euthanize a healthy animal, though. Okay. If it's super aggressive. That's what I'm trying to say. Because I have, in fact, euthanized an animal to where they, you know, it's bitten several people. It's bitten mm-hmm. them as the owners. Mm-hmm. Like, and they've mm-hmm. tried to train it and all. It's right. just, at that point, they think that something's wrong with the brain. You know, right, like, right, right. It probably has a tumor in there. And it's fucking, hey, you know, it's, it's malfunctioning. Right. And at that point, like, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't feel like I'm <coughs> doing something wrong. Right, because, right, right, right. You know, this animal is a harm not only to people, but probably to itself at this point. Itself, so. exactly. Right, 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 right. So yeah. that's what we're, it's not like, oh, I moved and I don't want my cat, so put it down. Yeah, like that. fuck that. Um, people can come there and say, I'm here to euthanize my pet. And, you know, they can do that um, if it's really ill, really old, if they can prove that there's something that warrants that, right? Okay. If they can't okay. prove that there's something that's warranted, then they have to surrender the animal. And then we check it out. And we do the stuff. Okay, so here's the question. Okay. Since you have a crematorium there, mm-hmm. do you, well, probably not you, but do they there get the ashes and put them like in urns and stuff? Across the way, there is another entity that does all the private cremations. Oh, okay, okay, okay. For the, for the animal hospitals, right? So in my job will be the animals that aren't owned, right? Yeah. So the ones that belong or dead wildlife, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or that when you're when you take your pet, you know, when your pet dies at the hospital and you're like, I don't want the ashes back, some of those come to us and we do those as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have the job of uh, doing them all the separately and putting no. them and doing all that stuff. That's no. that's not at your shelter. It's at a different facility. Well, it's part of it, but it's a separate. Department. Entity. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, I'm so happy so, for you that you are enjoying your life there. I am, I am, except for when I'm going to have to shovel the things. Yeah. But yeah, everything else is great. You're a strong bitch, okay? Don't uh, forget. I'm a Listen, strong Jewish I understand bitch, that it's, it's what, uh, you know, a trigger. Yeah. It's a trigger, and I can see yeah. why. But yeah. you are stronger than that, okay? You're if you say so. It. I know. I, I, I know. You're going to get through it. And then hopefully at one point, it'll just be like you're doing a job. Because right now, right. It's, it's very fresh and, you know. Yeah. And I'll so, get to wear, like, a jumpsuit, you know. Sick. Going to see if I can get a striped one. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Did I tell you what Ezra said? Uh, no, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> yes, you've told me what Ezra has said. Okay, so Ezra is so fucking funny. Um I was talking about how, like, I've lately been trying to sew clothes that are kind of 40s, like, kind of fashion, you know? And I was like, Ezra, here's my thing. I want a wardrobe that is, like, what I would wear if I were in that time. And he's like, so you're going to just make striped pajamas. (laughs) And I was like, oh. (laughs) That's fucked up, but I love it. That's why he's a genius. I know. I love everything about that. 
He's a the genius, my striped, child. Striped pajamas. Have you seen the boy yes. in the striped pajamas? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's a fucking good have. movie. It's a really good movie. It's a really good. Fu- okay, listeners, if you haven't seen uh, this movie, it is a foreign film, mm-hmm. um, and it's super fucking good. It's very. I mean, it's so good that it's memorable to me, and I've seen hell of fucking right. films, and a lot mm-hmm. of them is just jibble jabble, but it's like very, very vivid <laughs> in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you watch movies and then like you forget all right. of it until you know you're like, yeah, I watched it, but like, what about it? I don't know. Right. But this movie is very intense and so it good is. that you will remember it. It's good. Please watch it. Rena um, Lupin is in it. It's great. Yeah. Um. So your job is good. Yep. That's fantastic. We had um our holiday party at work. I got a holiday bonus, even though I've only worked there for three weeks. Fuck Thank yeah. you very much. Um, I mean, it was small, but you know, still. Um, I had a holiday party. They gave away, okay, these are the holiday party prizes that they gave, like they drew names out of a bowl, right? Okay, okay. $500 gift certificate to like a very fancy mall, $500 gift certificate to the outlet mall, couple like hotel stays in the area, um, something else that was really cool too. I don't know, but like people just won that just by working there. Do you know what I mean? They just pulled their and names out of a hat, right? And this is a right? fucking shelter, not a yeah, huge it's a million-dollar. It's a non-profit, not like these yeah. million-dollar corporations. Correct. Who just Correct. Be, fuck this bullshit. You see what I'm okay. saying? Okay, then they did the employee of the year. And I don't know what she got aside from the honor, but it looked like it was an envelope with cash in it. Not sure. Um, Then after that, they just gave fucking prizes. They had like a, they set up all these wine bottles and then you had like a collar and you had to toss it. And if you got it on the bottle, you won a prize. And I tried it once and I didn't win anything. So fine. And then actually my doctor and I, we went to go help a patient. So we didn't stay for the rest of the party. But apparently by the end of the party, they were just giving out gift cards. Target, Lowe's, Olive Garden, whatever, just giving them out. And I was like, that's amazing. And then they sent out an email after saying there's leftovers and baggies. Go take food home. Oh, my God. What a lovely Mm -hmm. place. Right? That is how you should be treated. And they had Diet Coke. Well, you know. Yeah. You were in heaven. I was. I'm happy for you. I was. It was great. Oh, my God. That sounds lovely. Good for you. It was wonderful. Yay! How is Ezra doing? Ezra's okay. Ezra is uh, going to start school next semester, so not starting right now, but he's going to wait one more semester, quarter, whatever it is, because he just wasn't ready. That's fine. Um, But... You know, he's adjusting well to, to me being gone during the day. And, you know, whatever. He's That's right. good. That's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about my cousin. He gave me a call. Tell me about your cousin. Okay. And things that upset Jacqueline. Gave me a call. And yep. he's like, hey, cousin. And I said, what's up? He's like, I want a parrot. And I was like, no, you don't. And then he's like... Yeah, I, I want like, I was like, well, cut, like a parakeet, because I would accept that, <laughs> but right. like a big ass, no, he's like, no, I want like a big one, and I was like, Ugh. why? And he's like, I just, 
I thought they they look cool and like they seemed fun. And I said, first of all, fuck you for thinking that you could just get any sort of animal based on looks. I hate right. you, but I love you because you're my cousin. And let me sure. educate you. I said, absolutely fucking not. You're you don't want one. And let me tell you all the reasons why. I was like, you do not have time for it. You have a two-year-old child. Right. That is like adding another two-year-old child. They require a lot of attention. They require to be highly stimulated because they are very smart animals. And if you do not do those things, they are fucking loud as hell. Yeah, they are. And they don't live in a house that is their own. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? They live in kind of like a mobile home community like myself. So right. no one wants to hear your fucking parrot, parrot. yelling in the middle of the day, in the middle of the night, whenever the fuck it wants attention, because you're not going to be able to supply it with enough attention. Also, Correct. it's going to start to pick all of its feathers out because it's mm-hmm. going to be stressed and because right. you're not giving it attention. And then you your know? child's going to die of salmonella. And I told him, I was like, yeah, and then it carries diseases, but also it can literally break your child's arm. That's how Correct. strong its beak is. It can break Correct. your arm. Correct. So unless you are going to, like, you know, it's going to be a very well-trained parrot, which is very hard, especially because you don't know what the fuck you're doing or getting yourself into. <laughs> you don't right. want a fucking parrot. And he's like, I didn't know any of that. I was like, fucking clearly. You're like, like, thank yeah, you. I'm here to serve. He's like, never mind then. I said, yeah, <laughs> never fucking mind then. He called me and he's like, where can I buy a, a parrot? Like, I just have like, parrot dealers and shit. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. People's um, minds, when, if you tell them that you work with animals, they just assume that you know everything, that you got a cure for everything, that you can diagnose everything, that you know where you can get a fucking parrot on the black parrot. market. Like, no, that's <laughs> not the way it works. That's not how any of this works. No. Um, okay, so... One thing about about working in the shelter environment is we work with, they are part of us, is the animal cops, right? The animal control people, right? Uh And so I had the opportunity during my onboarding process to hang out with them and watch some videos of some confiscations, some raids on -hmm. some houses. Um, And I have seen animal cop shows on TV. I've never seen anything like this. What there happened? Was a guy, there was a guy who had a bajillion, bajillion exotic pets in, its, in his house. There were birds, snakes, turtles, dogs, cats, mice, rats, guinea pigs, and what was the reason? Just because. He's a hoarder. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And he also worked at a pet store. Absolutely fucking not. So. You can't work at a pet store if you're a hoarder. You can't. You can't do it because then you're going to hoard the fucking animals. How right? disgusting was his house? Disgusting. I think they had to burn it down after. They had to burn the house, dude? I think so. Oh my fucking I don't know. I'm just making what? that up um, because it looked like they should have. But it, I mean, they, the, the, the crime scene people, I'm sure, had to come and clean it up. Oh, no. But yeah, I have never in my life. And apparently somebody else that they had done some research on just got arrested. Another case that actually came through VCA on emergency, that guy just got 
um, arraigned or whatever, he's going to be sentenced, like they do a good job. So you know how I always say all cops are bad. Let me tell you, it's all cops are bad except for the animal cops. They're fine. Well, all human, the ones that deal with humans. Yeah. Cops that deal, that deal with, with humans animals are nice. Fuck right off. Yes. Oh, my exactly. God. You know, I want to but be so, an animal cop. I, you should. They have dispatchers. Listen, but I don't hmm. want to dis... So I decided that maybe I don't want to be a dispatcher. I'm sorry to disappoint all three of you. Okay. But, like, uh, just, I just... I don't think that I can not handle it. It's just my level of patience. Okay. I don't think is that high. Okay. And also, I saw a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal in it a couple days ago, and he was a 911 operator, and it seemed like hell. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to do it. I don't want to fucking hear people complain all day. Okay. Yeah, you do a podcast with me, so that's (laughs) The difference is I love you, okay? Okay. I don't love any of these people. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, you could be an animal cop uh, dispatcher then. I would like to just be an animal cop, period. But okay. the thing about being that is, like, you have to be on call. You have to work nights. You have to work weekends. You don't you have, have to. to. They have they have shifts. Yeah, but that's like part of the thing. I've looked into it, and it says you have to be available to suit ah. your schedule, to work this, to work that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do Just come here and do it. In Nebraska? Yeah. Maybe. No, I'm pretty I'm sure they that. have like shifts and they don't have to do extra. I don't know. I guess we'll see. And then when I'm freaking out in the crematorium, you can come hold my hand. I can just do it for you. I'll be like, step out of the way, Jew. Great. Let a Catholic handle this. <laughs> Wonderful. And then you can go like this and go in. It'd be great. Yeah. I'll do my little crosses and give them a blessing and shovel them out or however they do it there yeah um <sighs> so are you thinking about doing anything else or are you just still going to take a break well bitch i wish i could break my whole life but that's not possible mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. need to find a job and i need to find a job soon but okay. i just i don't i i don't know what i want to do okay i don't know i don't know i don't even want to think about it it gives me anxiety okay i won't talk about it then <sighs> god okay so let me tell you about you know that there's this little case uh, of a woman by the name of Casey Anthony. Yes. And this happened many, many moons ago. It was uh, very publicized. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's a woman by the name of Casey Anthony who uh, was on trial for murdering her two-year-old uh, little girl. Yep. Um, the story was wild as fuck. First of all, Uh, The bitch didn't report that the child was missing for a month, 31 days. Red flag. And then during the time when she, uh, during these 31 days, she had like this DJ boyfriend. She was going out and partying with him occasionally. There's pictures of her having a gay old time. Uh, She told the investigators when they came, like, where the fuck is your baby? And she's like, well, I left it with this babysitter that I leave it with all the time for years now. And I went to my job at Universal Studios. And when I came back, the bitch was gone and she's not answering her calls anymore. 
and none of that was true. They went to the apartment where this babysitter supposedly lived. The apartment was vacant, and nobody by the name that she was giving had ever lived there. They went to Universal Studios, and they checked to see, you know, if she had been to work that day or whatever. She hadn't worked at Universal Studios for a few years at that point, even though what? she took... I didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah, she took the cops into Universal Studios into, like, you know... And she was taking them down the halls and blah, blah, blah. And eventually she came to a dead end because the bitch didn't know where she was going. And she was like waving at people being like, oh, hi, hi. Like she knew them and people were waving back, but like with the face of like, who the fuck is this bitch? You know? Oh my and God. when she reached a dead end, she turned around. She's like, actually, I don't work here. Oh, <gasps> she could have kept going. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, uh, so that was a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Now that's just surface stuff. Um, I had recently rewatched this documentary because there is a new documentary that just came out a few days ago. And mm-hmm. for the first time in like, since the trial, which has been like, I think like 14 years or 11 years or some crazy shit like that, the bitch is actually talking on camera now. She had never done an interview during the whole process or after or anything. Why is she talking now? Uh, I don't know the exact reason, but I think it's just because, like, she feels it's time and she's gone to therapy and blah, blah, blah. And she wants to, like, give her side of the story. Because, you know, there's always, like... She's going to be like, I'm so sorry. So I watched it. Okay. And let me tell you, at first, when I I saw the first documentary, you know, of just the trial and all the things that were going on, um, I was like, no, for sure this bitch killed her, her kid. Sure. Right? But then I watched this documentary, and now I'm contradicted. Really? It's really fucking good. So, huh. uh, to let the listeners know, when the bitch went to trial, right, everybody was, you know, going on the fact that she killed her kid. But right. at the very first, like, opening statements, her um, defense lawyer or whatever came out and just, like, fucking dropped a bomb. And she's like... You know why she wasn't worried about her child for the 31 days? Because she thought that her dad had her because her mm-hmm. dad had sexually violated her when she was a child from the age the of The baby? Eight to, from, no, her. Casey her Anthony, dad. Okay. Yeah. Had raped her and sexually molested her from the age of 8 to 12. That's why she's used to giving all these lies and being like pretending like nothing is happening because you know she could have a penis in her mouth one second and then the right. next second be at school running around playing with children you know what i'm right. saying right so she has and trouble separating she, from she's her really trauma. good at compartmentalizing things you know what i'm saying Co- yeah, that's which what I mean. yeah relatable because i can do that too you know what sure. i'm saying that shit is crazy but i don't know up to that extent if i had a fucking kid but anyways the point was and at the time, this bitch is very young. She's like 20, 21 years right. old. So she's still a kid herself. <laughs> Correct. You're blessed. Sorry. Thank um, you. And so he said that is, that kind of explained her is the reason why she's so used to lying because she's used to lying about everything. She was always a pathological okay. liar because she had to lie to her mom about the abuse. Her brother even uh, was abusing her from the age of like 13 to 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Apparently, she had told her mom about her brother because after a period of time when she was older, like when her child was an infant, she's like, hey, like... Um, By the way, 
by the way, like, he was not full-on raping her, just touching her inappropriately, like, unlike her mm-hmm. dad. And then the mom's right. like, oh, so is that why you're a whore? Oh, my God. I know. So I was like, what the fuck? This shit is crazy. So then she, at that point, she just, like, well, I'm not going to tell her about my dad, like, her sure. husband, because what the fuck is she going to say then? She doesn't, like, have my side at this point when it's just, right. you know what I'm saying? Anyways, and that the dad had found Kaylee, is the, the little girl's name, in the pool, uh-huh. drowned, and he had taken the body somewhere, and he had told her that the baby was going to be okay. That's so, what she says the dad said to her. Yeah, that's what the defense had said, right? Like, that's their opening. Like, everybody just thought, like, what the fuck could possibly, you know, this bitch could possibly say this, you know, she's right. clearly killed her baby. But then this bomb bitch dropped and everybody's like, what the fuck? Because they never found the body, short, right? They did find the body. Okay, okay, sorry, like, I'm getting ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Go it ahead. was, like, a few houses down from theirs in, like, the woods. They found okay. it in uh in a covered in a blanket it was only her remains at this point so they couldn't really know how she died okay because there was no trauma to the bones there was no flesh at all there was just bones because they had been over a month and it was in the woods so they think you know the animals and all of this stuff and blah 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 blah. anyways if you don't know what the ruling was on this case the case she was found not guilty okay which outraged everyone Mm Because everybody's like, she's a fucking baby killer. How could the jury do this? Blah, 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 blah. And since then, she hasn't been able to live like a normal life. Because if anybody sees her, they're like, fuck you, bitch. But why was she found not guilty? Well, the jury didn't find enough evidence to say that she actually did kill. It's a whole thing. You have to watch the documentary. Um... And we can put it on the the pod, whatever. I'll tell you which one I watched first, where you're going to be like, yeah, this bitch killed her baby. And then you can watch the latest one, where she's actually speaking out for the first time on all of the events that happened, and see if you change your mind about it. Okay, now what did she say? What happened to her baby? So, uh, what she said was that... um, Well, that's what she said. She said that she had fallen asleep at the house. Her Mm -hmm. dad was there. She was tired, so she decided to take a a nap with her baby. Okay. Right? She's usually a very light sleeper, so she was surprised that if, you know, her daughter got up or whatever, she didn't wake up. But she Mm -hmm. got woken up to be able to, to her dad shaking her and being like, where's Kaylee? Right? And then so okay. she's like, what the fuck? What What do you mean, where's Kaylee? She should be right here. And the baby wasn't there. So okay. she gets up all panicked and she starts running around the house trying to look for her. As she right. goes outside, she sees Kaylee in her dad's arms. After the dad woke her up to say, where's Kaylee? Yeah. She's running around looking for her in the house. She goes outside. She finds the dad with her in her arms, soaking wet. Okay. Right? And she gives the child to her and she's like look what the fuck you did blah 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 and she's like what what happened what is going on and blah 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 like she's like i just remember her feeling so wet and so cold and blah blah right okay. and then the dad was like give her to me and like he was he basically was like don't worry i'll take care of her she's going to be fine you just have to listen to what i say 
and the things okay. that I tell you to say. Okay, so okay. he takes her away, mm -hmm. right? And so she's there thinking that, okay, I don't know what my dad's going to do with my child, right. but he's going to make her okay, whatever, right? So during the time when, you know, the, the month that she was gone, because mm -hmm. she had decided to stay at her boyfriend's house at that point, okay. uh, she was calling her dad and she was meeting with her dad and her dad was like, just keep doing what I'm telling you to do with the police and blah, blah, blah. Just act like nothing's wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're going to be reunited with her soon. and blah. So, in her mind, like, yeah. She she wanted to, you know. Th so, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Go ahead, JSR. So, the dad killed the baby. The dad drowned the baby. So, the thing and was. And buried the baby in the woods, Correct. She didn't think that the baby actually drowned because the ladder, when she went out to, to where the pool is, because it's one of those, like, those, uh, like, four-foot pools above ground, sure. right? So there's a ladder that you have to climb up to get into it. The ladder was not on there. She remembered that specifically the ladder was not on there, so how could the child have gotten into the pool? So what the she thinks... The dad threw the baby in the pool. Listen, she thinks that the, the theory from her, like, herself and her team now, because because the only family that she had left was her defense team. They actually okay. became like a family to her because everybody else thought she killed her fucking baby, right? What happened to the dad? So, nothing. So here's here's the thing. So the dad, she thinks that maybe the dad was molesting her child or mm -hmm. whatever. When she mm -hmm. used to get molested, if she mm -hmm. said no please like not tonight blah blah blah, he would get a pillow and put it over her face. And mm -hmm. kind of like let her pass out and then have her mm -hmm. wait with her. And then she would wake right. up at some point, whatever. So she right. thinks that like, what if he actually did that to her? But she didn't actually her. wake up. And then so and he, then he threw, her in the pool. threw her in the pool. Yeah. And that's yeah. why she was wet, you know? So it's like a whole fucking thing. And it's insane because you're actually hearing it from her side. And it's like, what the fuck? Yes. Why aren't they going after the dad then? I don't know. I don't know if okay, it's Okay, also, 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 what kind of bitch, I'm sorry, Casey, why are you letting your dad in the house with your child and you take a nap if your dad used to rape you? Well, so that was a thing. She never let her dad take care of her child. And she- She did! She, she didn't. She was asleep with her kid in her room and the kid got up or he went and took her or something. She was not aware that, like, the kid got up at any point. You know what I'm saying? That was. But you, know, you wouldn't even do that. She did not want to live there. She was actually making um, money and she was trying to collect money to move out of the house because she did not want her child to be abused. And okay. also, he started abusing her when she was around eight years old. So she, she didn't think it was going to happen yet. Yeah, and up until, like, she was 12 or something, because, you know, okay. they're thinking he's a pedophile, and, you know, when she's older, there's no interest anymore, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, it's a whole fucking thing, and now hearing it, her side, and, and then, but you're also like, but this bitch is a pathological liar, because she'd be lying right. about all these things? So right. it's very, it's very contradicting, like, you, you, I, I mean, I don't know, it, it's just, it's a lot, but, like, some of the things that she says, you're like, fuck, maybe I've been looking at this wrong the whole fucking wrong, time. Right. So, but now, definitely, go ahead. Why isn't the father being prosecuted for his crimes against his daughter at this point? 
So she hasn't pressed any charges. And she said, she said she doesn't, like, they, they don't talk anymore. She's completely cut off from him, blah, 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 blah. Because at first he said that he was going to protect her during the trial. And then he flipped the switch. And, like, he was always wishy-washy. Anyways, mm-hmm. he, and, you know, there is a thing that when you get abused, you tend to protect your abuser. Right? Yeah. So right. she's been going to therapy and blah, blah. And she's like, you know what? There is no statute of, like, limitation to if you get sexually abused there is none of that so technically i I can't turn him in blah 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 right so it's a whole fucking thing and it was super interesting and i was like super hooked the documentary that i saw first i think it's like three episodes it's only it's like a three-part series and actually i think the one that they interview her and start to get her side of things is also a a three-part okay thing i will partake yeah, it's really fucking good. It's on Peacock from okay. what I remember. Yeah, but it's super intense and it's 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 a whole thing because you think one wow. thing and they just fucking flip the script immediately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. And it's been so many years later. I don't know. I don't know. It sucks. It sucks that it's even a thing, you know? Yeah. But there's yeah. life. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of movies, which you kind of were, <laughs> I, saw, I saw two movies last week, um, one of which was Wakanda Forever, and the other of which was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And... For those of you who listen to the old podcast, you know how much I love Wakanda and Black Panther. So that was great. But why are you, hang- why are you raising your hand? Okay, unpopular opinion. Okay. Uh, Black Panther was not a good movie. Okay, whatever. Okay. Like, it was very uh, surface. It was very, like, whatever. Like, I understand that the big thing was that finally African Americans get some sort of representation as superheroes cool. and blah, blah, blah. But, like, it could have been way fucking tighter, man. It could have been way fucking cooler. It could have been way... It was just very mediocre, in my opinion. In my opinion. Okay. Um, The new one has Mexicans in it. I hear that the new one has, like, Mayans and, like, people of that area. They're called the Mexicans. (laughs) You know, they're still Mexicans. They can't be from Mexico. Yeah. So... I think that I'm gonna gonna take a look at it, because I hear that it's, you know, interesting enough. It is. But... Everything, all at once, whatever, however the title Everything, is. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. That was really fucking good. It's the I greatest s- movie I have ever seen in my life. It, it, it's a good one. I mean, I watched it many, many moons ago at this point. I don't know when it came out, like last year? Last year. So, so. I, I remember a lot of it, but I don't really remember... A lot of it at the same time. Okay, so let me break it down for you. There's this Chinese lady. She owns a laundromat. She has a daughter Uh, who's a lesbian. She has a husband who wants to divorce her. And she has a dad who is in a wheelchair and isn't all there. Because he has, like, Alzheimer's or whatever. Or dementia. Or he's just old. I don't know. Anyway, this family, on the same day, Grandpa comes from China um, 
to visit, and it's about to be Chinese New Year, and they have to go to the IRS to get audited because Evelyn, that's the lady's name, has all these weird deductions in her taxes. And the reason why she has all these weird deductions in her taxes is because she has so many things that she's not very good at that she tries to do, like be a singer or, you know, all these, all these dreams that she has that she's never done. And so she claims all of those hobbies on her taxes because why not, right? And so the tax Jamie lady Lee is, Curtis yes, Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> is the tax lady. Yes. Okay, so that's what's happening. You think, if you don't know anything about the movie, you're like, okay, this is about an Asian family and there's a lesbian daughter and it's going to be like Joy Luck Club, some shit like that. It is but, not. It but, is. But they don't accept the lesbian daughter in front of, like, their grandma in front of, and grandpa of and stuff. Grandpa. They're, yeah. They're like, oh, this be is her friend and blah, blah, blah. Like, right, because fuck up. They, cause she thinks that, well, A, she's an Asian mother who's like kind of not down with it, right? A little yeah. bit. No matter how hard she thinks she's okay with it, she's really not. Um, and Grandpa, it will kill him if he finds out that his granddaughter's lesbian. But what the movie's really about, it's a multiverse situation where the daughter has become the most evil entity across all the multiverses. And she's trying to suck everything into this bagel, which is a black hole, to take and destroy everything because nothing matters. Yep. Does that make sense? Right? Am I, I right mean, so far? It does because I watched okay. the, right. the movie. Okay. So this woman has to jump between all of these alternate universes trying to defeat this evil entity that takes the shape of her daughter. And the reason why her daughter has become so evil and terrible is because this mother has pushed her and pushed her and pushed her and pushed her and pushed her to the absolute limit where she can no longer take anymore. And she's like, fuck it, nothing matters. So basically it's the story of an Asian mother and her daughter and how the Asian mother just wants everything to be one way when it can't be and wants the best for her daughter so pushes her but the daughter doesn't want any of that because she just wants to be a regular person oh my god it was the story of my life <laughs> yeah i felt I, because, I think that you would have felt that way because i am the old chinese lady and i am the daughter and i'm jamie lee curtis and i'm the husband and i'm the grandpa i'm everybody in this movie all at once. Anyway, we're having an existential crisis while you're watching. Holy this shit! <laughs> Holy shit! But it's funny. It's full of action. It's full of like. It's Easter very clever. Egg. It's very witty. Yes, clever, witty. It's full of like, um, sort of tributes to other um, other genres of film, particularly Asian, right? Um, and. The main guy, the, the husband, is the little kid from Indiana Jones. Yeah. He yeah. is a little kid. He, this is his, like, his shot at trying to get back into film. Right. Yeah. And what a film to do. Because he, he, he plays this husband who's kind of like a, a nebbish. Like, he's, he's kind of a schlub. He's kind of like a, just a, 
he's always happy and he makes cookies for the tax lady and and he wants a divorce because he doesn't think his wife is happy because he can't make her happy um so he plays this little ineffectual guy but then in other universes he's he's fucking badass man he's a fucking badass right yeah oh my god and um there's fight scenes with dildos there's a butt plug it's a whole thing there's hot dog fingers hot dog fingers there's oh my little god. sticky eyes little googly eyes everywhere it's definitely a really cool film visually uh and conceptually and i mean i love fucking like multiverses and traveling yep. through them and all of the things so it's super interesting and it, it and you connect with it yeah you connect with it it's very Absolutely. good it's so good and and the one thing that like really hit me is at one point just before the the, the fighting with the dildos happens right the daughter as the evil entity tells the mother um something about the, the mother says something about the girlfriend and the daughter says are you still hung up on the fact that i like girls like she makes her daughter's entire entity about that one fact like mm -hmm. she can't recognize anything else in her daughter except for that she's a lesbian and that like hit me really hard because one time i said something to ezra and he's like you don't know anything about me except for that i'm trans and I was like, first of all, that's bullshit because I knew you for longer before you were trans. But you know what I mean? Like that. So that one hit me hard. And then the other one that hit me hard. <sighs> OK, so in the beginning <laughs> of the movie, before we know all the other alternate universes, right, the girl gets in the car and the mother goes up to her. And instead of apologizing to her or saying anything nice, she just says, you need to eat less. You're gaining weight. And I look at Anthony and I said, she's saying that because she loves her and she doesn't know how to tell her. And then at the end of the movie, in the current universe where the daughter and the girlfriend are together and it's fine, she says to the, to the girlfriend, Becky, she goes, Becky, you need to change your haircut. It doesn't look good. And I was like, <laughs> and that's what I have to say. I'm glad that you finally saw it. Oh my God, it was so good. It was so good. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. And then, okay, one more thing I'm going to say about it and then I'm not going to say anything else. The depiction of the Asian living space in America made me feel 100% understood, okay? Because Asian people, like you think that they live in a house with feng shui and everything's nice and everything's sparse and minimalist or whatever. That is not how Asian Americans live, okay? That I know and from my own experience. There is clutter everywhere, too much stuff in too little space. Their dining room table is covered in all their tax papers. They don't have enough room in the laundromat to store the laundry that they do for people. So they have it in the apartment. Everything is a mess and that's how Asian people live. And thank you very much, the Daniels, for showing that and making it normal because that's how it is. Oh my God. Well, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Can I give you an update about, remember how I was going to fight a lady because she pepper sprayed Hayes? Yes. Yes. I do remember that. 
Okay, so I haven't seen the bitch at this park since, right? Okay. And um, there's the regulars that are always mm-hmm. there. Uh, right. There's about six of them, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody had decided to just congregate all at once, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just one of those days. Right. And somebody had brought her up, and I was like, well, have you guys seen her? And then... Uh-huh. Uh, one of the guys was like, no, actually we haven't, thank God. And I was like, what? Mm. And they're like, yeah, we fucking, like, she's the worst. And I was like, oh, so I wasn't the only one. And uh-huh. I was like, I was about to beat that bitch's ass. And he's like, wait, what? And I said, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, hold on. We need to hear the story, but let me get this other guy who fucking really hates her. <laughs> oh so my there God. was like five other people there. I told the story to and they're like fuck yeah thank you so much we fucking hated her like if if they ever like come back here and they try to say anything you call the police and there's like this little Ukrainian lady right Uh and she's like yeah we'll give you our phone numbers and we'll give you like you know a personal statement from each of us like you can have our phone numbers (laughs) like fuck everybody really hated this bitch oh my god you're like the hero of the dog park. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god, I bonded with these people on the deepest level. You know, oh my god. dating. So what kind of dog does the little Ukrainian lady have? A Vishla. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say that it was like a shih tzu, but okay. No, it's a Vishla. Okay. Uh yeah, there's the Vishla there that's a regular. There is uh a, a husky that is there that's a regular. There is a golden and a lab that was there who are regulars as well. There's just a, just a whole bunch of them that we know each other because we always go there. Right. And they're like, yeah, we haven't seen her. Thank God, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well. Good for good. you. I know. I became the park hero, I guess. Good, good job. By default. But so I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, my God, everybody hates her. So it's not just me. Isn't that validating? Isn't that great? Yes, I felt so like I should. Then I then I thought I should have just beat that bitch's ass. But you know, yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm glad you didn't because listen, if the animal cops became involved, they would probably would have confiscated your dogs. I know. That's what I'm saying. Because I did it for my dogs. I did it for my dogs. I know. And it was funny also because on my first day they had brought in some dogs that they confiscated, but they had to spray them with pepper spray. And I was like, oh, that's just like Jackie. That shit burns. Yeah. I yeah. When I was kissing her to make her feel better, I was like, fuck, my lips were on fire. I was like, that was not a good idea, but. No, that was crazy. <sighs> okay, so we have, we have some listener stuff, right? Oh, well, topics. Uh, a topic? I think the topic that we were on last time was Mexico. They wanted to hear about my Mexico trip. It probably mm-hmm. sounds like trash, but whatever. So they have no idea what happened. So they have no idea what happened. Um, but then the other one was like they wanted us to talk about some boundaries. Okay. Like how to set boundaries and stuff like that. Ugh. I am really good at setting boundaries Theoretically, I am not good about setting boundaries for real. (laughs) Okay, continue. Like, if you say, JSR, I want to set some boundaries with a co-worker, what should I say? 
I can tell you what to say, but when it comes to me setting boundaries, I have no fucking idea how to do it, right? Um, and therefore, I have no boundaries with anybody. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. uh, I, hmm, I feel like I'm good at setting boundaries with people that I don't like. Because you okay. know, I don't fuck with you. So if right. you try to like, let me tell you a story. One time, uh, when I was dating, well, I wasn't really dating, when I was messing around with this young man, and mm-hmm. this was so many, many moons ago, uh, we went to this club. Okay. Um, and there was this girl there who was like a greeter. I don't know what the fuck her position at this club was. I didn't know okay. she worked there. But this man knew that I didn't like her, right? Mm-hmm. And so he was like, fuck, because he also knew her. And he was like coming over to say, she was coming over to say hi to us, right? We'll mm-hmm. just call her, I don't know, Becky. And then we'll call this man uh, Ben. I don't fucking know. Okay, okay, so I was with Ben. I was going to say and- Alfredo, but okay, Ben. Alfredo? Yes, whatever. That's fine. Alfie. Okay. So Alfie. Uh, I'm here with Alfie and Alfie looks at me like, fuck, like, what do I do? Because he's like, I know this, I know Becky, you know, mm-hmm. and he knows Becky. So she was coming over to say hi. And he looked at me like, what do I do? Can I say hi or not? Because he didn't want to be pissed off because he wanted to get late at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So I look at him and I was like, whatever, you can say hi to the bitch, but you yeah. know, whatever. So he goes and she gives him a hug. He's like, oh, hi, how are you doing? Blah, blah. And then she comes over to me and she like outstretches her arms to give me a hug. And I step mm-hmm. back and I said, absolutely not, bitch. And she's like, oh my God. And I was like, don't act like we're friendly. Right. I don't fucking right. like you. So I'm right. about to pretend with you here. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she's like, oh my fucking, oh my God, oh my God. And she just like walked away. So, right. I mean, I don't know if that's setting boundaries, <laughs> but it's like, if I don't fuck with you, stay the fuck away from me. That's a boundary, right? right? That's a fucking boundary. Yeah, yeah, but I think when you're setting a boundary, that's when you have to tell somebody. The bitch know right. I don't like her. Right. But but do you know what I mean? Like like when we're talking about setting boundaries, that generally implies a conversation. So a conversation. you set the boundary, but the boundary was already there from you not liking each other. Yes. I'm trying to... Maybe that out. wasn't such a good example, but that... Fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I am really bad at it. I think like I'm going to stand up for myself and be like, no, I will absolutely not do that. Or that is, you know, non-negotiable, but I just let people walk all over me all the time. And you know what? So yeah, no, no boundaries. I feel like I, I think in order to... I mean, there's different types of boundaries with different types of people. There's, like, mm-hmm. the boundaries that you can set with your parents. Right. And be like, no, I'm not going to go there with you. This is where the conversation stops. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. As simple as that. But then, right. I mean, I don't know as far as, like, what kind of boundaries we're talking about specifically. Or just in general. Yeah. I, yeah. Sorry, we suck. I mean... <laughs> And like, cause normally it's like with a coworker or something, right? And you're, they like always want to talk to you on your lunch break and you're like, no, 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 this is my lunch break. Please respect that. Please respect my boundary at this time. Right. Which I could tell somebody to do, but I would never say that to their face. <laughs> what? I did. There was one person at my old job who would always 
like sort of do the most, do the extra that would bother people when they did the extra thing. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. instead of just calling on the intercom or on the radio or something, like they would come to the back and be like, uh, excuse me, I have a question. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And eventually I told that person, I said, listen, I love you. But if you keep doing this, you're going to make a whole lot of people angry. So please don't do that anymore, at least not tonight, because this person, this person, and this person are on the edge. And if you do it, they're going to go over the edge. So please stop. But that wasn't me setting the boundary with them. That was doing it on behalf of somebody else who didn't know that I was doing it. So I was meddling. But I was meddling with the intention of setting a boundary. I feel like I... I don't typically need to set boundaries because people can usually read me pretty well Mm -hmm. as far Mm -hmm. as like what they're going to approach me with or like if they should or, you know, things of that nature. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, we we don't know how to answer your question. Sorry, not good at it at all. Well, let me tell you a story. Okay. So... How long has it been? Has it been long enough? It's been an hour and nine minutes. Jesus. Okay, well, let me just tell you the story and tell me what you think of it. It kind of has to do with setting a boundary. So, I don't know if I told the story. I went to the flea market Mm -hmm. over the summer at some point, I think. Anyways, I think it was this year. Went to the flea market, whatever. Somebody recognized me. Mm-hmm. I was wearing a mask. I was wearing no mm-hmm. makeup. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a mess. And this person from high school, who I hadn't seen since high school, okay, we'll give him. A, we'll give him a name. We'll call him. What do you want to call him? Francis. Francis. Okay. Yeah. So Francis. Um, that sounds like a girl. We'll call him Frank. Whatever. Okay, Frank. Our Frank. So, okay, our Frank. So Your Frank, Frank. Uh, comes up to me. He's like, I think I know you. And I'm like. Mm, you know like I don't mm-hmm. think so man and he goes yeah you went to YB your name is Jackie right and I was like he does know me and, but I didn't recognize this fool right and he takes off his mask and I was like Frank and he goes mm-hmm. yeah blah 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 so I was really cool with this guy back in mm-hmm. school um, he used to live actually quite near me so we would hang out all the time mm-hmm. right not a big deal. We fell out after high school, you know, as people do. Sure. Um, uh, at the time, when we were in high school, he had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And apparently he was still with this girl and he had two kids now, right? So mm-hmm. we caught up. We walked around the flea market. We caught up. Um, uh, I asked him if he had an IG on social, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. Like, maybe I'll see you around or maybe we could have lunch or something, you know, catch up for real instead of just whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah, like, that's cool. And he's like, is your boyfriend okay with that? Because, you know, I told him I had a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean is he okay with that? He's like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, like, you're good to just do something like that? And I said, uh, yeah, what the fuck? I could have a lunch with a friend. Lunch with somebody. And I was like, wait, is your wife going to feel some type of way about this? And he goes, nah, it should be fine, whatever, right? And I was like, whatever, man. Not a big deal, right? I just left. Right. And 
uh, at the time, because it was summer, he would sometimes be posting about, like, him on a boat, like, in water or something, and I would send him, like, a, a, a message, because it was, like, a story, right? And I'd be like, hey, is it, like, can people swim in that lake or whatever, you know, because I'm, like, you know, trying to take my dogs or something. Right. And he would respond, blah, 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 and his children had, like, you know, children pets, like a bunny, Mm-hmm. And sometimes he'd post the bunny, and I'd be like, oh, my God, what a fucking cute bunny, because, come right. on, it's a fucking bunny, you know? Right. Things of that nature, nothing nothing deep. I think one time he might have called me for something because he was waiting for a job, and he wanted to ask me something or something. I don't fucking know, right? Okay. Anyways, long story short, I think it's probably Too late, like, just kidding. <laughs> I think it's probably, like, hmm... Two months after we met again at the flea mm-hmm. market or something like that. Anyways, I get a message request, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, okay, whatever. And it's some girl. And I was like, oh, all right, no. whatever. And let me tell you what this bitch has said. This bitch was like, hey, like, you should really think about the people that are involved when you're trying to go out with a married man. And you're like, bitch, I'm not trying to go out with anybody. I just said that that bunny was cute. And then, and then it was just like, um, basically saying that like I was a homewrecker or something and that like, I, she, uh, the thing that was really fucking irritating was like, you seem like you're a respectable girl. Like you, you probably shouldn't be doing things like this and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, bitch, what the, so I was mad, of course, because I was like, bitch, first of all, I could have your husband if I wanted him. Don't fucking tempt me. That's the first thought, because, you know, the hood rat in me was just like, if you think that I'm going to take your man, I'm going to take him, because you're being a dumb bitch now. You didn't come at me correct. You could have been like, hey, I saw your number or whatever. Like, apparently he's not allowed to follow bitches on Instagram. Okay. So, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if... I guess he had cheated on her before or something. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. So the bitch is insecure. So, do you think that he was trying to get with you? I don't think that he was trying to get with me. I just, okay. you know, I think that he just was scared to have a friend that was a female. Okay. And he was on edge and he was just like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, I feel, he would tell me weird things like I feel wrong doing this. And I literally told him like, if you feel wrong that you're talking to me, like, don't. Don't you talk to saying? me then. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's not that deep. It really is not right. that fucking deep. Right? This is not a and thing. And he'd be like, no, no, I think it should be fine. Like, I'm not doing anything wrong. And I was like, well, you apparently you feel that way. So what's the problem? Right. right. Anyways, so I wrote this bitch back and I said, <laughs> uh, hello. And I said something along the lines of like, first of all, uh, no one wants your fucking, I said, I have a man, a good man. You know what I'm saying? And I said something along the lines of like, you know, if you're insecure, that's on you. First, like, don't come at me because you think that shit is going on. Like, come at me as a fucking woman and be like, hey, is shit going on? What the fuck is going on? Anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I just said, and nobody wants your sorry ass man. So please keep him <laughs> to yourself and don't right. fucking talk to me. Like, Right. This shit is dumb. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your breath. It was like seven in the morning when she wrote me this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, bitch, why are you so concerned with me? Like, why are you talking to me? Talk to your fucking man, right? And I had tried to like, exactly. when, I, when I read the message, uh-huh. 
What's happening over there? I'm listening. I just had to stand up for a second. Oh, oh shit. I'm talking about the dog. Oh, I don't know. Anthony's going to handle it. Um, I hope. So I had looked at his Instagram to, to be like, why the fuck is this bitch messaging me? But his right. was like gone. Like he had either deleted his or she, he had blocked me or whatever the fuck was the case, right? Oh my God. So I was like, great. This was fucking fantastic. Anyways, so I told her that. And then you know how you can see that the little bubbles because the bitch was typing, right? Right, right, right. The little dots. The little dots on the Instagram thing. And right. so she was typing this thing and I said, absolutely not, bitch. And I blocked the bitch before she could say anything else. Okay. So, because I wasn't about to deal with her. She's a waste of mm -hmm. fucking time. Like, what am I going to fight with this bitch for? You know? There's no point. There's no point. She's not going to... You set a boundary by blocking her. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, here's the interesting part about mm. maybe like two weeks later or something. I don't really remember the time frame. I get like a missed, uh, I don't know, like... Um, what do you call those Instagram phone calls? Whatever it was. Uh, a missed, uh, an audio call, right? Audio call. Audio yeah, yeah, call yeah. from Instagram. And I'm like, who the fuck is this person? And I go, I don't recognize who the fuck this person is, right? Oh, no. And it says, hey, it's Frank. Like, yeah. Can I talk to you? Mm -hmm. Right? And, and I was like, absolutely, absolutely not. fucking not. <laughs> right? I was like, nope. Didn't respond. Didn't answer. Nothing. Right? And then it was like, in October or some bullshit and I got another call oh my god and it's the same thing and it's like can can I please talk to you and I'm like no fool, no I'm not talking to you like I didn't respond or anything but I'm like what is happening leave me the fuck alone I don't want to talk to you I don't care to be have a friendship with you if you're not allowed to have fucking friends first of all exactly like, how is that my fucking fault I feel like as a husband, you should have known that your bitch is dumb and so are you. So you can't have friends that are have vaginas. So the boundary should have been set first and foremost when you met me. I've been like, it's cool right. that we talked and had a conversation here, but I can't be your friend because I'm My dumb. wife is crazy. Yeah. So like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You should know how to set boundaries in that instinct. Right? Right. I mean, you, it, it, you could have. If you were going to be whatever, you could have said, oh, well, it sounds to me like because you think that my man's not going to be okay with me being friends with you, that your wife is definitely not okay with this. And are you, if, if you can't have lunch with me, then you shouldn't. I mean, I told him that. Remember when I said, hey, it's not that deep. If you feel like you're doing something oh, wrong, Oh, yeah, you did say that. It. Never mind. You're right. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And you're right. there's always, there's, as a Mexican, when... If you're unsure about something about a, a lady friend of a friend of of a male, I asked him. I was uh -huh. like, "Te van a pegar or te pegan," which means "Do they hit you?" Literally translated in English, you know, like if uh -huh. you talk to me, will they hit you? Which means, "Do you get beat?" Which means, AKA, are you going to get in trouble if right. you communicate with me? That's right. basically like a sly way, like a, you know, uh -huh. a making fun of way to say, "Right, is this yeah. okay?" Basically, right. And I asked okay. him that at first. I was like, "The big one," and he laughed, and he's like, "Nah, nah, nah, it's good," you know. Okay, so you so, did like, you did your due diligence. I did my due diligence. You did your Mexican diligence. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah. I feel like you should know your boundaries, especially if you fucked over your wife or whatever the fuck he did. Clearly, this right. bitch is insecure, and he can't have no female friends. So, know your boundaries. 
is another thing too. Not only yeah. to set your boundaries, but know them. Know them. If you, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel bad for him that his wife is like that. I'm sorry. I feel bad for him because that motherfucker fucked up. I know that he fucked up because he used well, to fuck up when we were in high school. True, 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 true. I don't mean, I don't mean like I feel bad for him. Let me rephrase that. I feel bad for their situation. I don't know what she is doing still with him if he already Boom. cheated on her. Listen, here's my thing. If you yes. cheat on your significant other mm-hmm. and your significant other takes you back, mm-hmm. I feel like part of the, not the deal, but the coming back together has to be that the significant other that didn't cheat is going to need to, at some point, let that shit go because that's your, what I'm saying. Your that's what dumbass I'm saying. still allowed or like whatever. Let's not call him a dumbass. Let's just say that they're really in love and this will just fucked up whatever. Right. Right. Still at this point, if you say that you're okay and take him back, then you need to be okay with that. I'm not saying get the fuck over it immediately, but you can't right. keep holding on to that shit because this is what happens. And exactly. It's to the point where you cannot let it go and you're in a situation where, like, he can't have no friends with vaginas. Leave that fool. It's not exactly. worth it. What That's are you what I'm trying to say point? because she doesn't have to live like that either. Exactly. Neither of them do. Ezra, where did you go? Ezra was just here, but now he left. Yeah, so I'm just like, that's dumb. I feel like people yeah. who cheat and the people who take them back, they really just need to... Uh, like, if you're going to take them back, you have to learn to let that shit go. And you can't keep bringing it up and you can't keep throwing it in the face. Yes, they fucked right. up, but it's you who took them back. Exactly. So you, you did can't it. punish them forever for some no. bullshit that you can't get over when you're still with them. Right. Because if you can't get over it, then don't be with them. Correct. Right. But also, don't fucking cheat on your significant other. You well, first of all. bitch. <sighs> Frank. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> That's true. <sighs> Anyways. Anyway. That was that was the story for you. That was a Which, good story. That in was conclusion, a good story about boundaries. In conclusion, the bitch still got it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main thing. That's the just just wanted to make sure. That, you know, even though she's a little haggard nowadays, she still got it, okay? She still got it. <laughs> Bitches still be trying to think that I'm fucking their man or whatever for no fucking reason. <laughs> I mean, that's, I that's that great. Too. I told the bitch, I said, listen here, Barbara, I have the receipts. I can send you right. all the DMs or whatever right. it is that you're requiring. Right. It's not that deep. You literally find nothing. Nothing is happening. Because ain't nothing here. Nobody wants your sorry ass piece of shit. You know, whatever. Already man. cheated on nobody. you, man. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants that. Mm-mm. He don't even look good, so I don't know why you treat <laughs> him. He's not a prize. Fuck out of here. If you think he can pull me, that's disrespectful <laughs> to me. That is disrespectful to me, bitch. That please. is disrespectful to you. Bitch, they should, he please. should have known. Look at yourself and look at me. I can see why you're intimidated, but please stay in your motherfucking lane. Get the Before fuck I out of my lane. Man. Jesus fucking Christ. Right. Anyways, you guys, we hope that the sound is of better quality than last time. It has to be. Last time was fucking trash. 
I'm we're so gonna try sorry. this new thing. I don't know why up. I'm apologizing. It's Zoom. It's not me, but anyway. yeah, it's not you. Uh, although it is you because you ruined your fucking computer, and that's why we I can't podcast. Do anything to it? It was old, and it's dead. End of story. All right. Well, then I apologize. I recant my statement. But you can still blame me if you want. It's fine. I don't care. No, no boundary. I don't want to do that. I don't want to no do boundary. that. No boundary. It's fine. <laughs> See, the boundary I that we probably have with each other is. It. I notice where the boundary should be, and I have to place it for you because your bitch ass won't do it. I absolutely won't. So there's another thing. If you're a good friend and you know that your bitch ass friend can't set boundaries with you, set them for her. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for taking care of me. All right. Well, uh, yes, I hope the sound is better, and, um, and we will do this again with Good sound forever. Perfect sound forever, to quote Pavement. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Pavement is playing here. Did I tell you? Um, yes. Not that you care, but whatever. I do say. care, but I can't. They're going to have know. to come to me. I'm sorry. All right. That's fine. Nothing okay. is going to be better than 1997 at Bimbo's 365, two nights in a row, Pavement. That was special. I'm so jealous that you got to experience things like that. Oh my God, that week there was pavement and pulp, I think, and blur, like all within a very short time. We like, literally were just week. talking about you and blur. And by us, I mean me and Emo. Uh-huh. Because Emo was like, yeah, it's so weird that that's like one of JSR's like faves. But I was like, is it though? Because it's JSR. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, no, yeah, you're right. not weird at all. That's but, not weird at all. Because we, we heard, uh, what was it, the boys? Boys like girls. Girls who are boys who like boys. Yes. Be girls yes. Do girls so like we, we went to the show to, uh, to see Ceremony. Uh-huh. The DJ, whoever was playing the tracks, you know, in between the sets, was uh-huh. fucking throwing out hitters and hitters and hitters. Uh-huh. That was one of them. He played mm-hmm. Mint Car by uh, The Cure. Mm. Um, and some just other bangers. He played uh, hmm. some Depeche Mode. Was it, it was me? Strange Love. I think it w- m- were you here secretly? It was <laughs> Maybe strange, I was. But that's why we were talking about you and Blur. Mm-hmm. Um, I but... mean, I get it. Like, from a certain standpoint, you could be like, how could that be somebody's favorite band? But you have to be in my brain at a certain point in time, you know, 1993 or whatever modern life is rubbish so british 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 like the most british thing to ever happen in britain and you have to be like me because of fucking morrissey an anglophile and 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 it just everything converged for them to be my favorite well just is what it is did you even look at the videos that i sent you with morrissey yes that didn't seem like it was a proper yes. No, I looked at it, but then I was like, I'm not going to get sucked in. I set a boundary. I set a Morrissey boundary <laughs> where I observed it and I did not internalize it or take it personally or think that it was some sort of sign from, you know, somebody to just, you know. Love him again. Give in. <laughs> Heaven knows we'll soon be dust. You know, I, I, but I didn't. I set my boundary and I said, you're still a fucking racist and I am petty. And I set a boundary with you, Morrissey. And I say, no, I don't care if you do the two greatest songs that you've ever written back to back. 
<laughs> I don't care. You're not going to get me back. All right. Well, uh, hopefully I figure out how to make this podcast work. You will. Um, and you just let me know if you need any help. I need help. So thank you for listening, you guys. Thank you, guys. We will talk soon, I suppose. If you want to leave us any anything, just slide into our DMs. Yes, tell us how great the sound is and yeah. give us some more things to talk about that I'm really bad at. You can ask about. <laughs> that we are really bad at. You can All ask right. about sports. You can ask about, uh, I don't know, other shit. Just kidding. Are you good? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>